Hello, and welcome to Walk the Walk. Have you ever said to yourself, I'm just too bad. Jesus would not want me. I definitely would not step into a church because I'm just too bad. You have no idea what I've done, who I am, what my thoughts are, what my actions are. But Jesus knows. And you're just the person that Jesus wants. Right now we're studying um, 2 Corinthians and Acts in my chronological Bible. And it's really detailing Paul, who used to be Saul. Now, if you don't know anything about who Paul and was Saul, Saul was a persecutor. And I don't mean like, oh, you nasty old Christians, shut up kind of person. He was a, I will kill you, and I did kill them type of person. He was evil. He was he was bad. He he hated Christians so much that he endorsed their killing. He even stood by when Stephen was being stoned and guarded the the clothes of the people or the jackets or whatever of the people who were stoning him, which meant he was just as guilty as those who were actually doing it. But then Saul had an encounter with God. He had an encounter where he was blinded and then he could see. And at that point, God said, Saul, you are now Paul and you are going to minister to the Gentiles. Now, can you imagine that somebody who killed these people will be now saving them by the power of of the word of Jesus Christ by by the words that God has given him had given him he has now become the person who will help them to get saved and if those people who knew him as Saul probably was like oh no here comes that Paul guy coming to kill us and then all of a sudden heard him preaching the word of God in a way that gave them life was a miracle in itself. Now, there had to be some actions involved in here. And what I mean by that is Saul had to be willing, even after he was blinded, to be willing to do the very thing he hated. And that is what I want to talk about. Somebody had said the other day, you know, I, I, I don't even want to know the word of God. And I can bet, bet that that's what Paul, when he was Saul, said. I don't want to know that garbage. Don't talk to me about that word of God, that silliness that you all believe in. But then he became one of the greatest apostles of God. That could be you. That could be me becoming one of the greatest apostles you know I think about people who I know that who live lives that are just so uh, questionable dangerous scary where other people don't even want to be or too afraid to even be around them imagine if they were converted and they accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior 
and their life changed overnight. Paul, when he was Saul, was so bad that that God had sent somebody to him. And this person was like, and I'm saying this person only because I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I know it starts with an A, but it doesn't matter. He was like, no, man, don't send me to him. Don't send me there. Are you kidding? He's a murderer. You're sending me into the lion's den. But he went. You know why he went? He went because God asked him to go. He was obedient. And you know, again, I talk about that domino effect. My goodness, that seems to be a part of every podcast I do. That domino effect. Imagine had he not gone to Paul when Paul, or okay, again, Saul, regained his sight. He did not want to be in the room with this man. But he went. He went because God had told him to. Has God sent you to talk to that person who you know in your heart of hearts, like, this is not a good person. I am afraid of him or her. But you're sending me. But I know you will protect me. So this this podcast has really two people that I'm talking about. Those that he sends and those who receive. He's probably sending you to somebody who needs to receive the word of God. I mean, this guy begged God not to send him. But because he was so dedicated, he, he went. And Paul, after being three days of being blinded and could see, he knew something, something was real about this. And if you go on to read in Acts about how Paul was on a journey for, for God, people hated him. Now the people that he killed hated him, of course, because they didn't really, I, I would guess in my mind that they did not believe his conversion. To the point where they were trying to get the Romans to kill him. They even plotted to kill him. This, his story sounds so familiar to Jesus' story. Paul knew. He knew that living the life that he was living, his new, his converted life, was dangerous for him now. There were people that wanted to kill him. He was stoned. He was imprisoned. He was beaten. He was hunted. Probably spat upon. I just cannot imagine a man that had so much power by his very mere words could have somebody executed was now becoming the person that he was killing. People were relentlessly after him because they did not want him to preach the word of God. People will be relentlessly after you because they do not want to hear the word of God. But that doesn't mean you stop. Fear is real, but so is Jesus. He is very real. 
even though there's many out there who say, oh, he isn't. They're blinded. They have a veil over their eyes. They, they cannot see what it is that we see because you know what? They believe in what Satan has for them. They've accepted the lies and they don't want to hear the truth. Does that mean that they will not be able to? I don't know. There's some times where I think, you know, they can't. So that's why we should have some mercy on them. You can't see what I see. And you don't even want to see what I see because you love the life that you have. But that's not what Jesus wants for you. And that's what he does not want for me. Is he sending you? Are you saying pick somebody else? You know, and I, and I posted one time on my uh, Women at the Well, it was so perfect. Somebody said, well, I know he'll come back again, but there will be a time where Jesus will be like, okay, I will leave you alone. Now you need to make the move. That if you want me to send you, I have sent, sent you many opportunities and you have rejected them all, there's going to be a time when you're going to have to say, Lord, Send me, because I know I have rejected everything that you have sent me. Don't let that be you. Don't let that be you. And if it has been you, fine. Be done with it and move on. And say, Jesus, send me. Because I know there are people out there who need to hear what you have for us. And we need to have that protection of the, from you, Jesus. We need it. They need it. We know that you love us, you care for us, you want us to be like you. Even though we fail miserably, that's what he wants us to try to do. Be like him, love like him. Can you imagine if everybody, if we all were doing that? We would not have right now the wars that are going on and the killings that are happening, the horrendous killings that are happening right now are just pure evil and from the devil definitely not from Jesus not from Jesus at all so here's what I'm saying to you if you feel like you're being called listen and step out go from a Saul to a Paul and if you've been called and you've been doing the work of Jesus Christ continue to do it don't stop. Don't get to a point in your life where you say, well, that's enough for me. It's time for somebody else. When that happens, Jesus will let you know. When it's time for you, he will let you know. But for now, do what it is that he's asking you to do. And if you're hearing my words and you're not a believer or if you're a pre-believer, when that opportunity comes, take it. And to be honest with you, the opportunities there right now for you to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. It's here right this very minute while you're listening to this. Jesus invites you to come. Change your life. Stop the sin that you're in. Change that hole in your heart full of darkness to light. And I guarantee you this, your life's going to change. Will it be perfect? Of course not. But it will change. I promise you. 
Look for Jesus right now.